Good morning, guys. Renting versus buying, which is better for you? Stay tuned. Good morning, Sienna. How are you Good going? Good morning. I'm well. The weather's not doing so nice. I know. It's a bit rainy today. It's yeah. been interesting summer. I feel like some days felt like winter. It has been. I've been getting a little bit of a cough, so bear with me. I feel like when the weather changes, it goes. Yeah. My yeah, body just doesn't is not used to it. It's going around a bit at the moment. Mm -hmm. So, guys, today we're going to be talking about renting versus buying, which is better for you. Um, something that's extremely applicable, I think, at the moment for a lot of people that are out there in the market looking to transition their, where they're living. Um, whether it's a first home buyer, you've recently sold your property um, and you're considering potentially, well, interest rates are going up. Do we buy now? Do we rent now? So we're going to be sort of deep, delving a bit deeper into that and the advantages and disadvantages of both. Yeah, so I'm Sienna. I work in the property management team and Michael is our sales agent. So we're going to go through different perspectives, disadvantages, advantages of renting or buying. Yep. So I'll more cover the, the, sorry, the buying side and yep. Sienna will obviously cover the renting side yep. as well. Um, so first of all, where would you like to start, Sienna? Uh, look, let's start with the advantages. I think if you go off saying um, the advantages of sales side, and I can kind of bounce off that to see if there's any disadvantages. Yeah. So guys, probably the biggest advantage you're going to get from the sales side, and we'll cover all aspects later on as well, but the biggest advantage you're going to get from buying a property is it's yours. So when you go and purchase a property, there's not only, and we'll talk more from obviously an owner occupier's perspective here, um, when you're purchasing a property, it's some, it's an asset that you own. So first of all, historically, across all of Australia, if you own a property and you own it for medium to long term, you will make money, it will go up in value. So you've got an asset that's going to make you money. You do have the flexibility when you buy a property that you own to do things to it that you want to do. If it's a strata, obviously subject to strata or house subject to council, but you have the flexibility to renovate, add value to the property, put your touch on it as well. So probably the biggest, I guess, benefit from it is it's an entity that you own, you have control over it. It does come at a price and I'm sure Sandra will mention that shortly, yeah. um, but it's something that you basically, you can have complete control over your living arrangements. Um, what is the disadvantage of it, Sienna? Yeah, look, obviously upfront costs, large upfront costs. As Very a so. renter, you only use low upfront costs. You put a two-week security holding deposit down, which can take the rental off the market and also a four-week bond security for the landlord. Yeah, so we're talking about from a rental's perspective, to give you guys a little bit of context, let's say you're looking at getting into a house. Um, to buy a house in the Northern Beaches, a nice round number, these takes about $2 million. Um, to buy a house, most of the time, you normally need about a 10% deposit plus your own costs. Normally, I like to round that up to 5% of the purchase price. You need up to potentially about $300,000 to be able to purchase a house in the Northern Beaches. Now, you want to go rent a house in the Northern Beaches that's worth $2 million. You're going to be using about, the rent might, let's say, be $1,400, $1,300 a week. As a, yeah, as for a, for a three-bedroom place yeah, on the Northern Beaches. For a nice three-bedroom house. Yeah. Um, so $1,300 a week. If you're talking about a month's bond, that's uh, $5,200 plus your two weeks rent. We're talking sub $10,000, guys, to be able to get into that property as well. Um, and that's also the bond is money you get back as well at the end if yeah. you obviously look after the property. Um, so 
very, very different in terms of initial outlay. Yeah, and another advantage of renting on a rental property in the northern beaches is also you don't need to worry about maintenance for pets. That is required from the landlord mm. um, if it's not obviously a wear and tear. For example, if there was a broken oven, it is required for the landlord to pay for that. Yeah, so that's another big point. Downside. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a big point for us. So as a renter, I think that's great, the fact that, Obviously, the landlord's there to look after you. Obviously, if you break it, you fix it. But if there's something that um, breaks by its own accord, like let's say the oven's getting old and it just stops working, that's something that gets fixed for you. Uh, versus obviously, if you own a property, doesn't matter how it breaks, who breaks it, as an owner, you're the one that's got to pay for it. Um, on the flip side of that, I guess, from the rental side is the slight disadvantage from it is the, uh, the landlord has the control over it. So yes. let's say as a renter, and sometimes we get great landlords, sometimes not as great landlords, but let's say something breaks and the landlord doesn't want to fix it straight away or there's a bit of a lag in time or whatever it might be. Um, I guess, unfortunately, in a rental situation, sometimes you are a little bit at the mercy of your landlord and how quickly they can move to get things done versus obviously when you're an owner, when you own the property, you're the one in control to do it as quickly as you want to do. Definitely. Look, and also, it's not always about the financial sides as well. You know, as a renter in the Northern Beaches, you know, it can be quite difficult, as you said, to purchase a house. You need a very big, large upfront cost. Yeah. It can also be great in a sense of freedom when it comes to renters being able to live in an area that they wouldn't usually live in because of their financial situation. Mm. Um, and then the disadvantage for that, for Michael, is that obviously if you cannot afford to live in the northern beaches and buy a house. Yeah, it? yeah. I, I honestly, I think this is probably the biggest one for someone that's because traditionally, if you're looking to rent, you're not really looking to buy. And traditionally, if you're looking to buy, you're not necessarily really looking to rent. You've already got your heart set on one. This is for people that are sort of on the fence with it, and I think that's the probably the biggest point that Sienna just made. Then it's the flexibility, guys. So when you're looking to rent, some people are in a financial position that they can buy, yet they choose not to. And the reason, the biggest reason I see for it is flexibility. It means that you can go live somewhere absolutely amazing, generally probably a little bit better than where you can necessarily afford to purchase. Um, and then in 12 months time, you can go move states, move countries, go do right. whatever you want. There's nothing holding you down yeah. versus obviously when you dig your roots in with a mortgage, um, it's a little bit tougher. There's a lot of transaction costs involved in terms of moving. Um, and I don't think there's any right or wrong, but I think that's the biggest thing that sort of shifts between what lifestyle you're looking for, um, because I think it's a phenomenal. So for someone that goes, I want to live in the nicest penthouse in the Northern Beaches, which would cost a ludicrous amount to buy, yet to rent, still expensive, yeah. but pennies on the dollar in comparison, you get to enjoy that lifestyle, and then next year you get to go do whatever you want. Yeah. It sounds like a pretty definitely, good deal to me. Definitely. Yeah. And also, I would say you could also talk about, you know, um, Sorry, I lost myself. <laughs> Did right. you want to run by? Um, so, and then lastly, we've got, so we talked about, so, and we're sort of bouncing off here, obviously, advantages and disadvantages of both. Um, I think lastly, the advantage um, for purchasing is on the financial side. So I sort of touched on it before, but in terms of you are paying a greater amount, especially now with the interest rates that have gone up so much, you are doing a much, much larger outlay um, for that property in terms of your weekly mortgage. However, I find that if you're buying in a good solid area, the capital growth will outweigh that long term. Short term, you've got to be budgeting in for your cash flow. Long term, you are creating a bit of a nest egg for yourself. And this is the thing with a lot of Aussies, 
normally their largest asset that they own is their, their primary place of residence, their, their house. So, and what they might find for a lot of people is that's their nest egg, what they retire on. Yeah. Um, so it's just good to understand for yourself because that's good for some people, but for other people, maybe not in a financial position to, or even if they are, don't want to buy for various reasons that we sort of touched on before. You just got to make sure that you're still, I guess, putting your money smartly in other places. And I can run off by that because rent is essentially dead money. You're basically mm. paying off someone else's mortgage. Yeah. So you don't actually have an asset that can grow your capital growth. Mm. Um, and going off that, Michael, have you yeah. So, yeah, well, that, that's very true. I guess on the flip side, there is a potential as well. If you're working from home, you can get a bit of a tax deduction on um, your rent that you're paying if you're working from home and obviously speak to your accountant, but there are sort of tax advantages and implications from that versus a, as a primary place of residence. If you're working from home, if you want to try and claim part of your, your mortgage on the tax, just be careful because sometimes there's capital gains um, implications from that also. So there's sort of, once again, it's more for your unique situation, what works for you. There is not, as I'm sure you guys can see now, not one size fits all. Of course, it's the Aussie dream to own a property, um, but it's not necessarily the be all end all. Off the back of that, a little bit sidetracked, but like rent vesting, for example, you might opt to, like Sienna said, if you can't afford to buy on the Northern Beaches, you might opt to rent on the Northern Beaches. You still want to buy a property because you you know property's a good investment, it's going to go up long term. Go buy where you can afford it. Go buy somewhere maybe slightly outside of the CBD or our surrounds from it um, in a place that is at a budget that you can afford there. You're still owning a property. You still got something that's going up in value. You get to, to live where you want to live. Best of both worlds. Awesome. Yeah, and also I think if we're running off disadvantages as a renter, you also can get a lack of security mm. in regards to that because most um, leases are fixed term periods. So it could be six months to 12 months. And if the landlord does decide to sell or does decide to move in themselves, they can give you, I believe it's a one month notice. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you have to run out and go to all these open inspections and find another rental property that is suitable for yourself as well. Yeah, very, very true. And so sort of cap off and summarize from that, I guess from what I'm seeing, the points we've touched on today is as an owner occupier for someone that's looking to purchase, you have a bit more of a control over your property. You are more tied down to it. So you are obviously in the sense of a mortgage held in there, um, but you do have the flexibility with the home for yourself. You have more control over everything you want to do with it. It does come at a price, however, in terms of generally your initial investment's gonna be a lot more. And on top of that, your weekly ongoing repayments are gonna be a lot more um, versus on the renting side, got the flexibility you can live where you want to live there's so many pros there's but obviously the biggest con from it there is you just have less control over the actual property as someone else does own it yeah. so in terms of renovations or repairs and all that sort of stuff you obviously are you're in you're in a relationship with someone else the yeah. landlord <laughs> it's restrictions of your of your lifestyle essentially you yeah. know a lot of landlords forbid to bear to be pets in rentals that's a big one yeah, yeah. so a lot of families a lot of um, prospective tenants struggle to find rental properties in the northern beaches. Mm. That's a really big one because most people that I know or know of someone, everyone's got a dog, a cat or what, whatever pet they might have. Um, and that's a big thing because even in, let's say, a pet friendly block or a house that obviously can have pets, uh, it is up to the landlord's discretion if they don't want to have a tenant with pets in the property. Um, and so it does make it really hard where a lot of families do have pets or couples or singles do have pets where 
there's not many rental properties yeah. out there that um, allow them to get into that. Yeah. So, and that's a big thing. I actually have spoken with people as well that have sort of first, say, first home buyers jumped onto the, the property market in terms of purchasing. They're going, well, I'm sick of renting. I'm sick of landlords being able to tell me I can't have a pet. I want to be able to buy so I can have my cat that I love and have it in the property. Um, so it's something to factor in as well. Yeah, also I think maybe a disadvantage for renting as well could be a lack of privacy in the sense of we do routine inspections for security of the landlord. We go into the rental property and we ensure that they're taking care of the property. Yeah, that's very true as well. Yeah. So obviously as an owner-occupier or sorry, a homeowner, um, you don't have to go through that. As someone that's renting, once again, you have the flexibility, but it comes at a price. So yeah. you've got a property manager, you're in a relationship with someone else not just the bank um, and they come through they make sure the property is obviously in good condition as it as obviously it should be that way because it is the landlord that owns the property um, but once again it's just something that there's no free lunch unfortunately yes. <laughs> everything comes at a price <laughs> but um guys hopefully that helped you a little bit today in terms of just bouncing off a few points pros and cons on both sides of renting and buying i think at the in the right situation both very much have their advantages Upsides, uh, downsides. Exactly. So you're just going to work out. Hopefully it helped you a little bit if you're sort of on the fence a little bit with it, with what might suit you best. Um, and yeah, help me make that decision. Perfect. Anything to add, Senna? Or? I don't think so. All good. Awesome. Thank you guys for watching and have a great, hopefully not so rainy Friday. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys.